when I tried to kiss her. She leaned back so far that she almost fell. She was like, no, I really don't want this kiss. Oh, no, honey. You poor open dingus. Open yourself up to infection, you little dingus. And you'll be alone for the rest of your life if you don't. Oh. And don't walk on don't your walk Are we recording keyboard. actively? We're recording actively. Excellent. I love that. I'm recording p- passively, personally. Hello. Welcome to Fitzgay We Play, uh, the podcast where everyone has migraines or is high and or is high. Yeah, and or is high. There are set, There's a Venn diagram, right, between migraine and high. Uh-huh. And you're in the middle. I'm smack dab in the middle, baby. Aaron's just high, and I just have a migraine right now. But I did take an edible, and I'm about to probably smoke some more weed. Because like I just said, I do feel like I'm going to throw up. My name is Kai. My pronouns are Z, her, hers. My name is Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Aaron. My pronouns are migraine, more like your grain. (laughs) (laughs) But really, he him is. (laughs) Migraine, more like, I hate this. Yeah, more like, I've had a migraine for like a month and I want to die. <laughs> yeah, more like the barometric barometric pressures uh-huh. are uh shifting a lot in Colorado because of our fascinating fall weather patterns and that makes people who are predisposed to migraines struggle with them more often. Um most of the people in my office struggle with migraines and as a result we've had a lot of people take just a variety of sick days yeah. because it is nasty out and about here i'm lucky that a lot of my pain medication helps me mitigate some of my Mm. migraines however i still get the the slow brain effect of the migraine even if i'm not feeling the pain specifically my brain is like oh i'm feeling the pain specifically yeah don't i know it baby i'm feeling it right now this coffee will be good um so video games right who plays them what about them uh i feel like i had something else i wanted to say as part of the intro but it might have just been more about how much misery i'm in uh I'm people love that people seeing, love hearing yeah about it. i'm seeing can you Don't not i'm um, seeing a specialist on tuesday to figure out what is wrong with my body maybe hopefully i um, love that the specialist is a white man which i'm very nervous about because i do not trust doctors who are white men yeah um and i'm going to tell if i you know have the energy and wherewithal and stick to my guns i want to begin the interaction with this man by saying listen Nothing personal. I don't trust white male doctors because of personal experience and the experience of all of my friends. And so I'm going into this interaction telling you that I don't trust you. So again, nothing personal, but you need to earn my trust. And I really need you to guarantee that you're going to listen to me and not talk over me and not try to tell me to like get more rest or that it's because of my depression or whatever. If a doctor is a good doctor, they should be developing that trust regardless of what their identities are. I know, Kai, but we, I'm saying, we've had I'm, a... I'm also saying, like, I think that is an ideal piece of even advice for starting off with white male doctors mm-hmm. for listeners if you feel safe doing so. Because, like, boy, howdy, have I yeah. been not listened to by white male doctors. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, I it's worked for me. Like, I found when I went to my current dentist, who I love, whomst I love, who loved me. Famously. They adore. They adore Hannah. Famously. They when Kai goes because Kai and I go to the same dentist. When Kai goes it's to the cute. dentist, the dental hygienist asks Kai how I am, <laughs> and like I don't know how I, I go to the dentist twice a year. I don't know how I particularly became so noteworthy to the dentist. You're a delight. I think I was in a special delight when I got my wisdom teeth out. Yes, you were in a rare form when you got your wisdom teeth out. That's <laughs> one of my favorite to, memories of the, you. The nurse and me had to carry. In you my to the memory, car. she was a very big, strong nurse. Was she, she was, a big, strong nurse? She was an average person. <laughs> 
her being a big strong nurse. Like she, she and I had to physically carry. I know. You. I remember like thinking, "Thank God, this big strong nurse is here to save me." I was the big strong one in this scenario. I remember her being tall and strong. Was she? She not? was of average height and average strength, my friend. I mean. So, okay, yeah. In fairness, a lot of people, almost everybody's tall to me. Yeah, fair. So, oh my God, I feel like my head is actually about to explode. Amazing. I It could not feel worse if I tried. This right is some now. high quality uh, podcasting. Like, I, do you see tears welling up in my eyes? I yeah. feel like I'm about to cry. Yeah, you <laughs> like, look like it. I feel like I'm about to have a meltdown. I'm so, not going to. Hannah. Yes, Kai. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? Um, Gayest thing I've done this week. Yes. So. I have been in misery. Mm, naturally. And I, several things have happened. I um, had, was this, have we recorded, did we record last Sunday? Yeah, dude. Fuck, dude. And we have to come up with a title and description. For yeah, that. no, I know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, it was actually before we recorded last Sunday, but I think I was maybe still dissociated that on last Saturday, I had like, yeah. not like, I had the worst uh, panic meltdown I've had in Long time, certainly since I started taking medication. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if, this was, I have not seen you like this in a hot minute. Yeah, no, I was scared. Yeah. Um, and I uh, feel like I'm not in control of my own brain and have for about a month. And it's really upsetting. And I really hate it. Um, which is unfortunately very gay. Mm. Um, because so many of us in our community struggle with mental health issues. And mine are really bad right now. Um so, and I feel weird about it. Like, I feel like I want to cry, but not in a bad way. So, I might on the podcast. Um, so, anyway, one of the things that's happened since I have been uh, struggling with bad mental health issues and bad physical health issues, uh, and I've been pounding coffee, which probably is making my gut issue worse, but because mm. my head hurts literally all the time. Pounding coffee seems to be the only thing that makes my head not hurt literally yeah. all the time. Caffeine so. can do that sometimes. Yeah, so I'm doing that, um, which is probably making my sleep worse. So it's all—it's just like a vicious cycle of just like trying to get through the day, which mostly involves smoking a lot of weed. Mm -hmm. So God bless marijuana. This God podcast bless marijuana. brought li this podcast, this podcast literally has literally been, been brought, brought to you by, to you by marijuana. marijuana. Yeah, um, we came up with the idea for this podcast when we were high. I am ninety percent certain. I think I was high. I don't think you were. Oh, th was this before I was getting high again? Yes. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Time ago. But you were drinking a puppuccino. <laughs> yes. I recall the puppuccino don't incident. Don't you come into this podcast and say that word to me. Hannah and Aaron have a notorious bit from a Thanksgiving where we had drank a lot of wine. I didn't drink no, any wine. No, you didn't. I... You just, I drank a whole bottle of wine. Yeah, I know. We as in we as a collective had drank a lot of wine. You know what I'm saying? Because Aaron had wine too. Did he? Yeah. I believe it. Um, I don't know. I drank a whole bottle where of wine. Hannah got very angry about the idea of a customer at her job. It wasn't the idea. It was a reality. Yeah. It was a retelling but we kept bringing it of up a lived back to you. traumatic experience. You were trapping me in a hell cycle uh, while Aaron was playing. A racing game. Turbo track. What is it called? Turbo Track teams. mania. Track mania. Turbo. turbo. Nope. Track mania turbo. Yeah. Anyway, I oh, fuck. I gotta play that game somewhere. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit. We I we time here. to go back down the little rabbit hole. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a VR Trackmania that I really want to get. I was gonna say I, I wish you could see I, Aaron's face right now. Yeah. He's pleased. 
Um, anyway, so I've had a bad insomnia and one night yeah. I just decided to like give it, go up and not even try and go upstairs and go to bed. So I just stayed on the couch and got on, higher and onto YouTube and I discovered this, this is kind of morphing from gayest thing I did this week to just like recommendations. Yeah. Um, but I've discovered this series. I'm obsessed with it. It's called Defunct Land. Yes. And it is this. Kevin this Perjurer. Kevin Perjurer, who is this very wholesome very good video essayist and his whole the whole focus of his video essays is um primarily like defunct amusement parks and amusement park rides that's all he talks about like mm-hmm. he just does like between 10 and 35 minute videos mm-hmm. uh they're really well researched really well reported really well like edited and put together and funny and wholesome fucking video essays about these rides and amusement mm-hmm. parks and it's something that i had no idea that i was interested in at yeah. all um not one single clue and i'm fascinated by it and so oh, yeah. like this is a, just turning into like a wonderful segment of just like finding something that i didn't know i was even mildly interested in like here's the extent of my interest in amusement parks i thought like um worked at one when i was 16 <laughs> that's it and it's 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 taking this thing that I had no idea that I was in any way really interested in and turn it turning it into something that I both feel like educated in and am like I'm gonna think about it for the rest of my life. Like every time I go to an amusement park or like think about an amusement park for the rest, I like I want to like go research the history of Lakeside now. You oh know yeah, what I mean? me like, too. I am suddenly obsessed with amusement parks. They're fascinating. They're so interesting, and the video series is great too because it talks about like amusement parks like not all across the board but like the the i think the the saturation of amusement parks is a very american thing Mm -hmm. and so like i'm learning a lot about because of how well his research is done and like the cultural context surrounding it and like the history of disney is also the history of american capitalism yeah um like i'm learning a lot about american history like yeah and american history in a period of time that like i haven't like like in like the primarily the like 70s through now you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like stuff that just like is like mainstream like capitalistic American history that I and like the history of like Americana and whatever Mm -hmm. that I just had no idea about I had no clue um and I watched like I don't know a bunch of episodes the first night I discovered it the first one I watched was about um Club Disney and I found it because it came up in my YouTube suggestions and it was like uh, Disney's failed Chuck E. Cheese ripoff Club Disney. Yeah, I, I like, loved that episode. I, I was like, it. I remember that shit. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll watch this video. Disney it's like Quest. 11 minute. No, the first one, I haven't showed you the Club oh. Disney one. Club Disney was the one where there was one here. Disney Quest was the one in Orlando. I thought Disney Quest was in here too. No, no, oh, no. was it just Club Disney? I'm t- yeah, okay, I'm then I've you. seen that video also. Um, Club Disney was here. Uh, we had the fifth ever Club Disney in Colorado, and there were only ever five yeah. before the whole thing went under. So, I, and I went to it. I got to go to Club Disney, and I didn't realize what a rare I experience. heard it was pretty tight. Uh, I remember it sucking, actually. Oh. But, and that's part of why it failed, is it wasn't actually that good. And I see. it was really, I was never allowed to, like, my mom would ever take me there, because it was really fucking expensive for no reason at all. Yeah. And Chuck E. Cheese was cheaper and way better. Chuck E. Cheese was tight. <laughs> Discovery Zone was cheaper and way fucking more fun. Um, you like inside of it's so Disney like inside of Club Disney you had to like pay I remember you having to pay extra for like most of the attractions even though you had even already paid an entrance fee that sounds like Disney um 
It does sound like Disney. And now I we know. We saw that it's $124 to get a day pass to Disneyland now. Yeah, that's insane. For, per person. Um, that's we, buck wild. Yeah, that's buck wild. We also, I now know who Michael Eisner is. I know that he's an idiot. Like, I yep. know the whole, the history of Disney from the Renaissance through now, the Disney Renaissance through now. We learned a lot about Disney. I've learned so, and America, and amusement parks, and architecture, and engineering, and safety inspection. Like, it's so Fascinating. This has so, been Hannah's hot tracks. I love it. Like I'm, like I said, I'm obsessed. And I, so I'm gonna bring it back around. Give me just one sec. All right, all right. I promise. Um, but like, yeah, like, uh, I was like, fuck it. I'll watch this 11 minute video about this thing I vaguely remember from the 90s. And first of all, brought up back all these resurfaced memories from yeah. these places. I brought back a very strong resurfaced memory of crawling through a Discovery Zone play place and seeing a puddle of piss. Gross. And that's why we stopped going to Discovery Zone because it was way grosser than Chuck E. Cheese. Actually, yeah. it was nasty because it was falling into disrepair. Um, Wait, you didn't like crawling through the puddle of piss? I I hope say, you didn't crawl through no, it. I didn't crawl through the puddle of piss. I can't. Wow. I'm not the nasty Wasted piss boy. Opportunity. I know that I'm not the nasty piss boy. That's not my brand. I thought about it, but that's... who is the nasty piss boy? Aaron. You're saying, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Who's the nasty it's a piss boy? <laughs> piss constable Aaron Dupuy. Piss constable. That's a solid poll. Uh, Gil and Gilbert. Another R. Hannah's Gil hot Gilbert. tracks recommendation. Let me get with you, pisser. <laughs> so anyway. I was like, fuck it, I'll watch this 11-minute video, discovered something that I'm so fascinated with and obsessed by, and I think it's very gay to have bad insomnia and mm -hmm. mental health, and so go down a YouTube hole uh, at three in the morning that isn't Vine compilations. Uh, <laughs> Which we've done a we've lot. We've done, and we're kind of over it. Yeah. We've seen all the good ones. Yeah, I, we have. I, we've seen I all the good vines. I am confident that we've seen pretty much all the good we've, vines. Yes, we point. have, 100% agreed. Wrong. I would love it if you sent us. Send that. me okay. rare vines. I am vines. issuing to you now, listening audience, our the, If It's Game We Play Vine Challenge. Your job is to try to find vines we have not seen and send them and to we'll us. And we'll be honest. We'll be honest. And you just have to trust that we're being honest. That's yeah. the thing. We you have to trust like, us. If you've trusted like us this long. Listen, we trust you. We trust you. And I feel like that trust is, I don't want to assume it, I feel like that trust is mutual. So just try to send us If this us is vines. your first episode, welcome. You trust us now. Yeah. Fucking try me. I trust you so much. So send us uh, links to Vines on our various social yes, medias please. and email if it's gayweplay at gmail.com. Uh, or make your own Vines. Make your own Vines and then we definitely haven't seen them. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Your job is to find a Vine, a true Vine, not a TikTok, a TikTok, a Vine that we have not seen. No TikToks either. And also, I have yet to see a funny TikTok that I enjoy. I also have yet to see a funny so TikTok. So your other challenge it's, is it's to... It's possible. It's Am difficult. I my, my roommate has gotten into TikTok very much wow. and I have seen a lot of... There's some really fun stuff going okay. on. Uh, that's so good to hear. The other challenge. Like, like uh, there was a, oh, shoot. When, um, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Okay, when Nancy Pelosi announced the impeachment mm -hmm. uh, investigation into Trump, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of people took to TikTok and made, like, like freestyle dance yeah. things. And instead of doing it to music, they did it. To the beat of her, of her announcing the yes. impeachment, yeah, that's and great. there's stuff like that, and then like really shitty like movies, like taking the audio from that and doing the same thing, yeah. Um, so there's some good stuff on there, okay. But yes, it is more music. It's it's more like dance and music themed. It's also just like not. I don't. I think I'm too old for TikTok. I don't. That's think what I'm I saying. I think I'm too old for TikTok. TikTok. It's I, not the same as Vine humor. It's different, and I don't think it's funny. Yeah, I don't think it's objectively unfunny. I don't get it. Yeah, which say. is upsetting. I'm I'm beginning to 
it's it's happening. Like mm-hmm. are my we friends, becoming too old for uh-huh, memes that young uh-huh. people like? Oh shit. Yes, my friends have started being like, Oh yeah, this like trend sucks. I'm like, no, we're just not part of this scene. It's not yeah. for us. When and that's I, a yes. tough thing. When I was dating somebody who was two years younger than me, she was on the fucking cutting edge of things that were happening that young people find funny. And I had no idea about them and did not understand them when she shared them with me. Yeah, I don't get I don't get TikTok. And I felt like old the oldest TikTok. man that has ever been. I was like, you are two years now, below me. If only Wendy was here to tell us that she does not even know what TikTok is. Yeah, like, I, lo- I would love if that. If we think we're old men, like, if only, like... I'm saying I felt like Wendy, the oldest yeah, man. Oh, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's just like... I feel proud. Well, not even proud. It's just I happen to know almost nothing about pop culture anyway. But nobody knows less about pop culture than Wendy does. Wendy knows the least about pop culture, and that's so goth, and I'm proud of her. So anyway, it's very gay to have insomnia and uh, go down a YouTube hole where you find a um, – I can't – my glasses are off, so I can't read you list. Look at this cat. Oh, um, where I find a um, new obsession – uh, that is also very wholesome. It's and also just very genuinely, autistic of you. Yes, it's wholesome. And it's genuinely very interesting, and I'm never going to think about amusement parks the same way. Yeah. Um. So that's anyway. That I think is a very queer thing to do. It's also just a very me thing to do. It's something that I used to do. That's like what I used to do every night when I was younger. Was just be, and it wasn't uh YouTube. It was Tumblr or it was Stumble Upon before it was Tumblr. Mm. Um and then Tumblr just streamlined Stumble Upon with all the bullshit basically on one website. Uh, but I used to just click Stumble Upon for hours at night. I would be up on a school night till like three in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then I would wake up at six. Or like on weekends especially, I would be up until like five AM yep. and then sleep till like one. Like uh, every yep. weekend. I have previously slept until five PM before. That's so sad. That's the saddest thing I've I ever heard. You used was to be not so happy. sad. I used dude. to be so sad, and I also used to be so fucking chronically ill, and I was a young teenage girl, so nobody listened to me about it. So I would just be the worst sleep hours and the most drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I did all the sleep bads. So I think part of I'm getting at this very specific nostalgia for myself Mm, that I'm kind of talking through right now. And I think part of it is because I didn't do the drugs and alcohol when I was in high school Uh, or even a lot of the beginning of college when I was doing more of this. I didn't do the drugs. Like I drank in the beginning of college and then I went through like most of my freshman year not drinking after I got alcohol poisoning because it was so miserable. Um, and I, so it was like, for me, it was almost instead of drugs and alcohol that mm-hmm. I would just go find the weirdest bullshit on the internet. And I can say that I was there the moment, what does the fox say dropped? I like, recall. I was, I was also there, there the second that started on Tumblr and I was there cause, uh, Friday started on Tumblr first and mm. I was there the day that Friday started. And I'll always be able to say that. So anyway, go watch Defunct Land on YouTube. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, it's it's very it's kind of like how it's made in that it's kind of dry but in a way that is just very kind of soothing and interesting. Watch Defunct Land. Hey Kai. Hey Hannah. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? That's a great question, Hannah, and I think the answer to that question uh, lies within my experiences of last night, perhaps. Um, last night, uh, erstwhile guest of the show, Addie, mm. uh, and um, erstwhile call out. Shout out. Erstwhile Hello. Charles. Erstwhile Charles of the Charles. Charles. Hi, Charles. Charles. Hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. Um, uh, I saw a show that Charles was in last night uh, with Addie, and we went out to dinner, 
and um, it ended up being sort of a double date situation completely it did. accidentally. That was so wholesome. It was and very delightful. wholesome. That was yeah. also very gay. That's what I'm I saying that because that happened yesterday. Um, Addie hey, and I had originally not? been planning to go out to dinner before we went to go see Charles's show, uh, and. Then um, I told Hannah that Addie and I were going to dinner, and she was like, maybe I can come over also. And then Addie told Charles we were going to dinner, and Charles was like, maybe I can come also. So Hannah and Charles came, and we had a lovely double date um, where uh, we teased Charles mercilessly about his clothing. Charles's appearance a lot. Mostly Addie. Well, his his clothing choices, not his appearance. Because the thing yeah, about yeah, yeah. Charles was, is he's a very attractive man. He was wearing an he just a very ill poorly. Shirt. Not is, all the time. Not I don't all the time. Say that that seems unkind. Okay. He was wearing last night. I'll say specifically, he was wearing a very ill-fitting shirt. Yes. <laughs> a and then we fixed it and shirt. made it look more lesbian. Yeah. Then we told him how to style it. Yeah. And we fixed it. And it, I gay. felt very the gays like styled Charles yes. last night. We que- we collectively queer eyed. We did queer a drive by notoriously bad show. Of uh, I mean, it was good. We liked it for the first three. We, yeah, we okay. did. We we, no, we liked it for saying, the first like, three let's seasons. Let's not erase but our history. We yeah, loved no, I'm not it erasing that history. Yes, and then the first three seasons. and then suddenly it fell. But anyway, that was the gayest thing. And then Addie and I just had a wonderful time um, talking in the car and then seeing the show. And then Addie very kindly drove me home in between going out with Charles and the rest of the cast afterward for the closing, which I very much appreciated. Thank you, Addie. Thank you. Um, Addie. And I think that that is also very gay, is taking care of your disabled and sad friends who want to go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Yes, it is. Um, uh, and then I ended up not going to sleep at a reasonable hour. Driving However, your friends home, even if it's inconvenient, is very gay. Yes, fully agreed. Um, I, I, oh, and the uh, Broadway uh, Halloween parade is also incredibly gay. Oh, yeah, because, that was yesterday. Uh, God, that was yesterday. It was Holy yesterday. Shit. It is so fucking extra and so, like, small town sort of like it feels like it's just it a does. collective of neighborhoods just getting together that is like the south broadway yeah collective. and just going on a parade like broadway is its own small town I yes feel we like, definitely feel like it like colfax basically. oh yeah we basically are so it's just a bunch of neighborhoods like and businesses and neighborhoods and nonprofits, just like in neighborhood collectives just walking down the street with cars and the Bernie Sanders campaign yeah and the Bernie Sanders campaign which was very Baker (laughs) um with like floats and shit and people in a bunch of costumes and stuff and like it it was very family friendly and they toss out candy to kids but it's also like the Broadway style of family friendly where there's a bunch of drunk adults wandering around Mm -hmm. as well um, like it was it's a just mix delightful. Of kid-friendly activities and like throwing out candy for kids yeah. and like the marrow, like a dispensary float throwing out wheat coupons for yeah, adults. Yeah, it like, was great. I I love that combination because kids really get that access to what the culture of our neighborhood is really mm-hmm. like. Yeah, absolutely. While also being in a safe environment yeah, for them, because which is delightful. The adults of Broadway, generally speaking, regardless of inebriation, if if we're locals, we look out for the kids that exist mm-hmm. on Broadway. We look out for each other. In yeah, we look out for each other in this neighborhood and that's very nice and that's very gay and I love that very much and I love our neighborhood. Hey Hannah, what are you playing? Well first I just want to briefly say that whenever yes. I walk around the neighborhood at night and I feel safe and I know that the neighborhood will protect me I think of that fucking, the season two of Unbreakable Commitment was not that good but that really funny ongoing bit with um, What's Her Face, the landlord who's my favorite character, mm-hmm. uh, going like the neighborhood will protect me and yeah. like chaining herself to that bulldozer and like a bag of chips blows by or something. Anyway. Anyway. What am I playing right now, Kai? Yeah, um, that's, that's what I asked. 
I think over the past week, I've only played Sayonara Wild Hearts. Well, do you know what? Actually, that's not true. Mm. The thing I'm playing the most of right now is Pokemon Go. Ah. Which I think is very gay. You have yet to talk about how Pokemon Go has changed. Uh, I haven't. Or the fact that I'm playing the fuck out of Pokemon Go. I'm yeah, add hand on Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. If I lived within like swiping distance of a Pokestop, I would literally constantly be playing Pokemon Go. But there aren't any Pokestops within a few blocks of our house. There is a gym right outside of both of my jobs, yes. or two-thirds of my jobs. Yes. And there's Pokestops outside of all three. Yes. So, um, And that's yeah. part of the reason why Hannah chose the jobs that she has. That's not true. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah. I lied. I wish that was true. Me too. Kai lied on the podcast, everybody. I've lied before, and I'll lie again. What? I know. How are they supposed to trust us enough to send us their vines, Kai? I'm sorry. I'll do better. I need to spend some time with my family and my wife and my other wife and my third wife <laughs> and Jesus and God and so and so. And my husband's Jesus and God. And my husband's Jesus and God and the Holy Ghost. My wife. My Also my wife. So um, I've been playing a ton of Pokemon Go uh, in one of my insomniac fits the other night. What I did was uh, I was super stoned, Natch. And I just started naming all of my favorite Pokemon or and or strong Pokemon with the first words that came into my head. Um, would you like me to read some of them? I like at least two of them the most. But yes, well, give, I give us a go. Well, I have two separate Pokemon whose names are Aaron Dupuy. Yes. And one is a Vigoroth, which I think is a Pokemon. We already talked about this. Did we? Yeah, okay. we did. We talked last about this Okay, last but week. I wanted to say, because I didn't say the other one, that is the Pokemon Aaron. You did say that one, too. Did you I? did also you say said that, all of yeah. This. I'm sorry. That's okay. So anyway, I renamed my Pokemon all funny, and I'm playing it a ton. Uh, I have been rediscovering walks, which I haven't really in like, like a going year. on walks. Yeah, like in a year, yeah, I haven't been going really on a lot going of walks. On walks. And then when I was, uh, <laughs> I know it's funny. I rediscovered <laughs> my legs at the same time that my roommate and beloved partner Kai lost theirs. Yeah, uh, lost hers. I could use whatever pronouns yeah, no, for myself that I want, that's, and I will. That's true. You're right. I'm the one usually the one who tells you that. I'm gonna fight both of you. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve it. Yeah. Anyway, I discover. I'm trying to be earnest and sincere, and you chuckle fucks. We're all trying to do jokes Ooh, over there. I love there, chuckle fucks. And I'm just trying. That's a good to, word. That's great. Um, so I discovered, rediscovered a love for walking when I was uh, when I was in Europe recently. I rediscovered. A oh love my for fuck walking. you. It, yeah oh my fuck me and uh but i unfortunately had not yet rediscovered a love for pokemon go so i couldn't mm, catch a bunch mm, of european, european pokemon, pokemon fancy european pokemon <laughs> fancy european pokemon with hey, mustaches if, and turtlenecks and smoking cigarettes in their lounges yeah if you're european tell us how the pokemon are different and fancier there and i yeah we were in edinburgh uh, which a listener started listening to us in edinburgh yeah, Hello, listener yeah. shout from out edinburgh. to edinburgh you live in the best of all cities yes it's wonderful i love your city a lot we love it um i was even talking to the asshole british tattoo artist who was tattooing me yesterday about he was like he loves uh edinburgh because it's such a gothic looking city it's gorgeous it's fuck it's so goth yeah anyway um, and so I've been going for Pokemon Go walks again, which is something that I, I forgot how much I loved because not only is it a walk, it feeds the video game pleasure center in my brain. Yeah. Uh, so I went for a long walk to Cheeseman Park the other day, mm -hmm. notoriously haunted Cheeseman Park. Yes. 
and caught a bunch of haunter and ghastly i did catch some ghosties because it's ghosty season in pokemon go fuck yeah because uh, it's the halloween event is happening and then i sat on a hill and i wrote and i read and it was really pleasant i hadn't done that with an afternoon in a long what time. a delight so that's what i'm playing right now is pokemon go which is also to say i've been going for a lot of walks and mm. i've been walking a lot of places because you have very to healthy. do that to play a lot of pokemon go. yes so you should have me in pokemon go uh my our train my trainer code is in our story highlights on our Instagram, yes. which is at gay gamers, and I would love to be your friend. Shout out to listener CJ, who we are almost ultra friends. We are almost Ooh, good yeah. enough friends to battle long distance. Uh, we need we're like a few gifts away from You'll being get there. ultra friends. Uh, and I'm I'm really happy about that. So it's gonna we're it's I'm gonna get so much EXP. So Kai. Yes, Hannah. Wow, this iced coffee is bad. What are you playing right now? Um, I am currently playing, I just started a new game last night that I bought called, uh, Greedfall. Oh yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. Um, and it is sort of, I read an article about it on Polygon, um, I totally am blanking on who wrote it right now, so sorry, um, but you can find it pretty easily by searching Greedfall in Polygon. Um, it's, it's this game that came out September of this year, which, uh, was described on Polygon as sort of like a 2004 era Bioware game with all of the fun parts as well as the flaws of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but made in the year of our Lord 2019, um, which I, I didn't was. Worry. The Lord was in this year. Yes, the Lord is in this year. Uh, no other year, just this one. I um, immediately was like, that sounds incredibly up my alley, and I should probably purchase this game because, like, I love Bioware games. I love 2004 era Bioware games with all of their flaws <laughs> I love and glory. Bioware games. I love 2004. I love the concept of 2004 very much. Uh, Except for the fact that it was the second term of the Bush presidency, which yeah, I'm not yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, fan of. Um, yeah. But anywho, no, fair, good point. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> We're every literally week. always talking about 2004. Well, anyway, this game uh, is sort of is sort of like that, and um, I was very interested in trying to like sort of get into it because it also is kind of mixed in the way that it represents colonialism it's meant to sort of i think the intention is to be to put the player in an interesting position of critiquing (laughs) and i haven't gotten very far in this game and i am very open to returning it if it ends up being shitty and harmful Mm. um i literally have just basically on the playstation store I have returned stuff on Steam before. I might be able to return stuff on the PlayStation Store. We'll I'm, sure if you, I'm sure there's a way to yeah, do it. Yeah, there's got to be a way to let return us know, stuff. But anyway, you know um, don't let us know. I can just Google it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway. Right, we can use Google on this Yeah, podcast. we can use Google on this podcast. So anyway, uh, it, 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 it supposedly has this narrative about colonialism that is sort of uh, shoddily done, but it's putting the player in this position of like the uh, – the colonizer and you have to choose between siding with your like home country and um assisting the uh indigenous peoples to the Mm -hmm. continent that you're going to um and i genuinely think that that could be an interesting moral exploration for people who are white and live in america Mm -hmm. because i think that we need to put ourselves more and say like yes my people did colonize this Mm -hmm. land and take accountability for that and then work on like reparations Mm -hmm. and mending that rift both internally Mm -hmm. and externally but like 
I don't know how well this game approaches those moral questions. Okay. Like, I don't know how well this game is going to deal with that, and I'm scared that it's going to fall into that sort of trap of um, white savior sort of thing, mm. where because you're the hero and you're, like, assisting out Native people if you choose to make that decision, like, you're, like, the white savior. Because mm. your character, actually, when I was in character creation, this really made me upset and i think i might return this game just based on this actually um you could only design a white character hmm. and i am not necessarily the biggest fan of that in terms yeah. of character creation like, that made me uncomfortable narratively but I like guess. that seems a little on the nose that seems a little on the nose but also like when we are creating fantasy worlds a lot of the time we want to expand like that historicism that people get really locked mm -hmm. into that's not even necessarily accurate mm -hmm. but like this isn't a real world like yeah. this isn't a real world so these people don't only need to be white i yeah, like might the, be the thing if it was critiquing whiteness color. and making you be a white person like as a white person and it was like only white people play this game like confront your whiteness through this medium Sure, fucking maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything, but like, I'm a little bit nervous about how this game is yeah. gonna go. Um, I think a couple of things. I'm I'm really curious because I'm a. I'm curious to see you play more of it. Uh, because just to see. Yeah. Like how I've it goes. Just, I've literally just started it. Yeah. So to just see, like, to like play a little bit of the plot, and I also would be really curious to hear about the team behind it because I think that is gonna make. I want to hear about the team behind it. I want to hear what some um, indigenous of, folks yeah. and people of color and black people think about this game right or like was the game made by any of those people yes right like that's were those people question. involved in a conversation because if it's if it's i can see it if if it handles it well yeah. and the design team is composed of people of color which yeah. is unlikely in the video game industry yeah uh i can see that being a supportable choice of like no you have to like you a white person cannot hide behind making your character darker skinned like you have mm, to play mm -hmm. as a white person and you have to like i can see if you're especially if you're the type of white person who's like never thought about colonialism in the mm -hmm. way that like your fucking ancestors did this shit in some and you are way. actively and doing you are it. actively doing this shit um every day in many ways uh unless you actively unlearn it and even then um unless we all move back to where we came from we're doing that every day um uh, and even then, then I'm an American colonizing other, you know what I mean? Like if I move back to Greece, am I a wealthy American? Like, but it's my cultures, whatever. That's a whole separate question. My brain is tangents. I'm coming back. So I'm, I would just be curious to see is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I would also be curious to see. And I am notoriously the person who returned the Witcher 3 critically praised game uh, pretty much across the board by many people for being too sexist for me in the first like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't take it. And a lot of people love that game very dearly and it's very important to them. And it's like I hear a very well done game, but I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't do it. And oh, like, totally. I didn't want to force myself to forgive a game who I'm not attached to the story or the character mm, whatsoever yeah. for that level of sexism. Like, yeah. I haven't played the first two Witcher games. I know that that makes me like a quote unquote bad game or whatever. I don't oh, give no, a shit. Whatever. Um, like, by, I know. But, Gazuntite. <laughs> if you call people um, a faggot on Xbox Live and they're not your gay friends, that you are, you know what I mean? If you go around shouting faggot at people on Xbox Live, then you're a bad gamer. 
You're a bad person. Exactly. There are yeah. no bad, bad gamers, only bad people, Kai. Brilliant. So anyway, uh, I, I returned The Witcher for, mm-hmm. you, you know, like, I'll return anything. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll return it if it's uh, upsetting to me morally long, or politically. <laughs> as long as it's digital. As long as it's digital, baby. If it's, it's something that I got in person... Oh, that's rough for me. Yeah, then you gotta talk to somebody. Then I have to... Well, I mean, talking to somebody is fine. It's more about the, like, act of physically carrying something to another place. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I hate it. Um, but anyway, yeah. You can yeah. cause a white lady stink when you need to. I shouldn't. But I think anyway. there's a time and a place to ca- cause a white lady it stink. It depends. I think you can cause... A, I think you can use your powers for good... And cause a benevolent white lady stink. I like, you know really you have am that almost ability. physically incapable of causing a white lady stink because I am so rarely perceived as a white lady. Right. So you could cause a white man stink. Like, Which is a whole other Is a whole other thing. stink. I'm just saying that like if you know you have that power societally, like using it for good, I think there is a time and a place for that. Debatable. Because you know you can go off and like nobody's going to call the cops on you and somebody needs to go off in that moment. We'll s- it's like if the cops came to Ardor, we would have Henry go talk to them. You know what I mean? Because he could cause a white man stink. So anyway, um, I'm curious about how this game is going to go. Uh, and I will play it and we'll see. Um, yeah. And play it just to a reasonable extent. I'll play it to a reasonable extent. But I also have been getting very interested in maybe playing a horror game for this Ooh. Halloween season. Because I've been engaging with a lot of spooky content. For instance, I watched Goosebumps the other day. Um, which is a notoriously spoopy television show. Uh, geared towards people in their mid-30s and late-40s. Um, it's for children. It's a it's a show <laughs> for children in the early 2000s yeah. that I enjoyed as a child, and it is not still spoopy. Um, but I did also watch some other some other good spooky content. Um, and I would be interested to play a good scary video game. Um, I'd be and very interested to watch you play a good. Scary and there's video quite game. a few good scary video games that are out and about these days. Um, so I might pick one up today. Who knows? And play some of that. But I also might have to play Greedfall in order to return it in a reasonable amount of time because that was the thing with Steam was I had to return it within three days. Gotcha. Um, so you had to like dedicate time yeah, to playing it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was only thirty minutes. But anyway, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see. Um, about the game, we'll see Can about everything. Not? I have no idea. Sorry, Tori was sticking her snoot in the forbidden waters, which is to say, my water glass because I left my water bottle at work yesterday. Um, so I, I also have plans to purchase, which I'm very excited about. Um, Outer Worlds. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm stoked about that one. I might also get fucking uh, Death Stranding just to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm, I kind of want to see if that's worth. Oh, I know. I'm probably you know not I mean? going to do it, but also, like, I'm very curious about out? what the what fuck is, is going on. No, it's not out yet. Okay. I don't think. Just it's in general. Out, but just in general, curious I'm curious story. about what's what's happening with that. I want to buy Borderlands 3 because I want something totally mindless to be stoned, too. And that seems like a good game it's for that It's going to be perfect for that. Um, oh, uh, did you see that there, speaking of good scary video games, did you see that there's a release date for Last of Us 2 now? No. Oh, I can't remember, but it's it's sometime in the spring of next year. Oh, wow, that's if great. If I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, Last of Us 2, big gay shooting adventure. I'm very excited about uh, that. I, if I'm being honest adventure. with myself, I probably won't play Last of Us 1. I have, speaking of good scary video games, I have Last of Us Remastered, I think, on the PS4. Oh, I could play that. If you wanted to, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I notoriously have not played, but have watched Aaron play most of, and so I know the plot, and I know the, the ending and the twist. I don't. I literally have avoided it somehow. Yeah, I watched Aaron. I watched you play the a lot of that game. What game? <laughs> the Last of Us. Oh yes. Yeah, 
Uh, so I, and I watched you play the whole like last like three hours or so. I remember. Um, so I feel confident in being able to pick up Last of Us Two and know what's going on Fair. because I want. I don't. I want to play as a shoot dyke, shoot lesbian Ellie. She's a lesbian who shoots zombies and rednecks. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a really, definitely, uh, sort of a fantasy fulfillment sort of thing for me. Although she's gonna suffer some tragedy and tragedy undoubtedly, and I'm gonna be so mad if it's they killed her girlfriend. If they kill her girlfriend, I'll die. If they kill her girlfriend, I'll return the game. If they kill her girlfriend if in the game, I'll die in real life. If yeah, if that's the inciting, that is a deal where like if that's the inciting, because I read the summary and it's like Ellie suffers a tragedy and has to go on a cross country journey of revenge or some shit and answers. And if it's that they kill her or her girlfriend, uh, I will return the game. If they kill Joel. I will not return the game. Excellent. Yeah. Because um, I I think what's going to happen is that they're going to kill Joel, and then throughout the course of the game, Ellie is going to find out what Joel did in the mm. end of the first game, uh, which that's not a spoiler. It's just, you'll see. You should play it. I would like to. Because it's a very good game. Excellent. And a very good ending, and a very beautiful and interesting post-apocalyptic thing. And a lot of it takes place, a lot of the, like, Climactic events take place in Boulder, Colorado. Whoa, I had no uh-huh. idea. That's uh, wild. Yeah. Yeah. I know about Boulder. Boulder, Colorado is like one of the like bastion, Boulder especially is like one of the like bastion places because it's isolated enough and protected uh-huh. by mountains. Yeah. We're in a good, I mean, if we just g- kind of jet up to the hills, we're in a good place to be. If and we got my Subaru sense. now and that's a hatchback and mm-hmm. we can go wherever we want basically. Yeah. Anywhere in the country, it's Denver's a, nice a very Subaru. flat city yeah. next to a bunch of like mountains to hide in. So yeah. we're we're, oh, we're we're golden. Um, I have literally nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I love that. I wanted to say I was looking at your shirt while you were talking. I was listening, but I also glanced at your shirt and I put this thought in. I put a pin in it. Um, we both did the gayest thing. We're idiots, and we forgot the gayest thing we did last week is we all went to go see Slater Kenny. Oh, yeah, Aaron <laughs> Everyone was there. Everyone in this room last Sunday after we recorded this show went and saw Slater Kenny. It was excellent. Um, and it was amazing. It was such a fucking good show. You know what my favorite part of that was? What? The ADA section was actually the section with the best um, uh, sound balance, I uh-huh. would say. Well, because you were right next the to the venue. sound booth. Is I was the right next to the, and the sound, sound booth. the sound booth has mm-hmm. to be in the place where you can hear the best. And uh, the place was um, relatively accessible, I found. Um, my new thing is rating a place based on accessibility. However, my problem with uh, the accessible bathroom is, number one, I always had to bother somebody who was working there to open it and unlock it for me. Mm. Number two, it was doubling as a storage room, wherein that meant I could not get my wheelchair over to the sink mm. uh, and had to sort of awkwardly like sit on some boxes in order to, to, wash, your to hands. wash my hands, yeah. um, which was problematic. However, uh, they... They didn't try their best, but they did. The people, some of the people that were working there were very nice and very helpful, and I appreciated that. And it was um, easy to get in and out of the ADA section. It was section. easy. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Um, it was a little bit difficult because they had this weird, like. Um, oh, the rope. Yeah, the, the rope, rope made thing. it hard. And there was nobody there to help you move the rope, so I just ended up wheeling under the rope on a very yeah. regular basis. But not everyone who was in the ADA section was in wheelchairs and could not as easily go under the rope as yeah. I could. So If the rope had was, not been there yeah, or it had been, been different in some way, it would have been great. So yeah. I would say, like, 
Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Maybe six. Was it better than average or was it pretty Six average? out of ten. Um, I would give it a six out of ten because there were ramps to the ADA section. Yeah, which is good. The which Ogden is, is mostly, not always the case. Yeah, um, the ramps, uh, the ADA section. The Ogden is mostly ramps is what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, the Ogden is mostly ramps. And the concert was very good. I All I want to do is see Carrie Brownstein perform and listen to her speak and listen to her jokes. And she's so beautiful I and so talented. I just like to watch her beautiful mouth form All shapes. of Slater Kenny is so good and so fun and it was so much great yeah it was so night. much great watching corinne and i've been telling people this like watching corinne yeah. and carrie as two people who have known each other and loved each other for so long mm-hmm. who are so in the drift creatively mm-hmm. like they're so in sync and you can see it when they perform on stage yeah, and they like, and they smile at each other effortlessly in unison and when they're not playing like carrie i could see where i was, was like right in front of corinne so i could see carrie mm-hmm. and uh, uh like right up at the front and uh, uh watching carrie like just watching Carrie watch Corinne and like I'm hopelessly in love with C- Carrie Brownstein like she's she is my maybe top celebrity crush like I am s- head over heels in love with Carrie Brownstein I get it um and she uh yeah I don't know it was just really cool to like like I was kind of like I was of course really stoned and so I was kind of like able to like watch it from this not totally like objective like I was really enjoying it but I could also watch it from like this I was like watching it with this like performance production eye mm-hmm. and this like this is an active theater eye essentially mm-hmm. and the background they had a really cool set really yeah. well done lights really well done aesthetic like they were oh, yeah. all in black it was like very Interpol-esque it was very clean and yeah. black and white um and uh yeah they were very very good uh the, I really like the new stuff it's very like post-punky and kind of heavy, and I really, really like it. I want to hear you say on the podcast what you said about um, Carrie and Corinne in relationship with us. What did I say? You said that their being in the drift and loving each other so much reminded you of us. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. I didn't know if I had said anything more articulate than that, but yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of how it performs. It performs. How it feels to perform with you and, like, how I can see us growing. Like, you know, they've been playing together for, like, 20 years or some shit. Yeah. Like, like I can see time. us growing into a power, a, perf- a sapphic performance power pair. Like, Corinne and that made me emotional and happy. So. And I wanted to hear it again. Well, good. And Thank I wanted you. our listening audience to hear it. So, yeah, anyway, we saw uh, Slater County. It was awesome. Uh, kicked ass. Uh, I was with my friend Odie the whole time. was pretty drunk. Uh, and we had a little, like, three-person mosh pit. <laughs> Uh, Aaron was there. Lasagna met us there. It's a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. So that's been our podcast. Yeah. Now we have literally nothing else to talk about. Yeah. You can find us on social media. Uh, remember, GWT Vine. Nope, that's not our podcast. What? GW- what? <laughs> Let me talk. GWP Vine Challenge 2K19. Uh, try to send us a vine we haven't seen. Where can you send those vine links? Well, you can send them on our Facebook page. Or DM us on Facebook at Gay Gamers. Slide into our DMs with some dank vines. With some dank vines and whatever. Memes, whatever. Uh, you On Instagram, we're also Gay Gamers, G-A-Y-G-A-M-E-R-Z. If you are interested in being my friend on Pokemon Go, I will happily send you many gifts. Most of them will be from the same place, which is the gym right outside my primary place of employment. Yeah. Um, and uh, Instagram highlights, that's where you can find my trader yes. code. Um, you can email us with your vines or your what have you at if it's gay we play at gmail.com. 
You can also go to stickpokeprod.com. You can check out us and the other shows on the network. Uh, you can get all these shows wherever you get fine podcasts. And those shows are No Exit. It's a horror podcast that I host with uh, Wendy. And it's spooky and it's goth. And we also often have migraines in our eyes. Mm-hmm. So That's if true. you like that aspect of the show, um, there's also a podcast. It's called By the Grace of Pod. Hot. Hot. And it's a, a big, uh, it's a big, funny, goof Hot. time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Aaron hosts that one along with several others. Um, thank you to producer Aaron for producing the podcast and for our theme song. And thank you to Kai. God and Jesus. God and Jesus. My oh, we should stop kicking our feet. Oh. Uh, is that thank you. is that bad for Aaron? Yes, yeah, and um, that's it. That's all the things that I had. You be kind to each other. Get spontaneous tattoos, and keep playing games. Uh, and keep being games. And fuck shit up. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.